0: What's going on everybody? This is Heath and I'm here with Stephen. This is Tillman's Corner Sports Talk and we're just going to jump right into it. We had a great week, Stephen. Yeah, really good week. It's football season, so it's always a great week. Hey, before we start, don't forget to follow us on social media. Tillman's Corner Sports Talk on Twitter or Instagram. We put a lot of good stuff out there and follow us and give us a review and share us on Spotify and Apple Music. But Stephen, jumping right into it, we got a local shout out this week the same as last week, South Alabama, South Alabama. I also
1: put them as my upset alert. You did. You almost. Hey, it was close. Thirty-one to thirty.
0: Thirty-two. Yeah.
1: Was it thirty? I think it was thirty-one. Thirty. Yeah. Thirty-one. Thirty. Yeah. yeah. So at UCLA, they were a fifteen UCLA, point, fifteen point dog underdog. I
0: said it was going to be close, and it was close. Honestly, they should have won. So that that's our local shout out, South Alabama. I just want to give them, give them love. Going to the Pac-12, it's a hard. From Mobile, Alabama to Los Angeles has a tough trip, and That's a to long perform trip. the way they literally—I get the stats pulled up—they outplayed UCLA. Yeah, I mean if you look at everything, first downs, total yards—they're the same. Rush—they out-rushed them. They both had two turnovers. South won the time possession. Honestly, it came down to a South was winning by two, with I want to say a minute thirty left, fourth and two. Uh, South, instead of going for it or trying to kick a field goal, they brought their field goal unit out. and fake, I Fake field goal. Right. And I'm proud of them just because they were in the game, and they honestly should have won. Yeah. But man and me and David, I, he's a huge South fan, and they brought their field goal unit out, and they didn't even try. It wasn't a fake field goal. They brought their field goal unit out like they were going to kick a field goal. Then they shifted, and the placeholder became the quarterback, and the kicker went out to receiver, and one of the tight ends went out. And they snatched it to him and, like, tried to run a play. Yeah, they uh, – Got a 11-yard sack.
1: I was listening to the radio, our local radio station, and they were saying they got that – I didn't see the play. but From what I understand, they got that play from – remember years back when Alabama ran a fake goal versus Arkansas?
0: Yeah, ran – was they, it ran up the middle?
1: No, they – no, no, they did. they the, the, the placeholder became the quarterback. The receiver yeah. – or the kicker went out wide. Yeah. And the tight end looped behind the – offensive line, and then ran up the sideline. But the placeholder that threw it was A.J. McCarron for Alabama. <laughs> I don't know who threw it for South, if he was a quarterback or if he was just some punter.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. But they didn't get it. And UCLA kicked a field goal to win it as time expired. And it, I saw a video of UCLA in the locker room celebrating like they just won the national championship. I'm like, dude, come on.
1: They paid South,
0: what, a million bucks? I don't know what they paid them, but South gave them everything they wanted. And so South – Local team here, they're playing La Tech this coming up weekend. That's my lock of the week, South Alabama. They're actually a 15-point favorite. Really? Yes. La Tech just played Clemson, so I think they're going to be banged up. Give me South, I like that. But, Steven, we got a hot topic. It's we our do. first hot topic we've had in a while.
1: It is hot topic. Tua Tungavailoa. Now, we might be a little biased because we're Rama fans, but – we felt like with all the hate he's gotten for pretty much what two years now? Yeah. And even leading into this season and even after last week's game, he deserved a shout out. Tua, I know you're probably never gonna listen to this. Hopefully you do. <laughs> but we're doing a big, huge shout out to Tua Tonga Vailoa. So he plays the Ra- they go on the road at the Ravens.
0: I picked Dolphins.
1: I- I, I picked the Ravens. I did pick this. one. I didn't think that the Dolphins were there yet offensively. Um, boy, was I wrong. Uh, well, I almost. We'll get to it in a second. Anyway, they go to the Ravens. Um, they're down big. I think it was like twenty-eight to seven at halftime. I recorded the game. Got home after the game and started from church. Started from beginning. Blah blah blah. To watch all of it, they were down twenty-eight to seven. I think it was at half. Lamar jack they could not stop Lamar Jackson. Just yeah. could not. Um he had a big day too that just got overlooked because of the big day by Tua. Going into the fourth quarter. So when the fourth quarter started, it was thirty-five to fourteen. Yeah. Tua and all everybody else, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, they come back and win the game. What was it forty two to thirty eight? They scored twenty-eight points. In the fourth quarter, let me give you Tua's stats. And this is, you know, Tua gets a lot of hate. I think this game, I'm not going to say it shut everybody up. Obviously, it didn't because no, I was on Twitter yeah. and everybody's like, oh, he, he underthrew this ball to Tyreek. Oh, and this guy was wide open, blah, blah, blah. Just shut up. So 36 for 50, that's 72% on 53. Completion percentage, 469 passing yards. He had the two interceptions. Six touchdowns against a very good Ravens defense with pretty much no running game. They didn't even go over 100 yards rushing yeah. as a team. Yeah. I don't care if you play against the worst NFL defense in the history of the game. That's impressive.
0: Very impressive.
1: He he looked he looked really good. Now again, I'm not. He still has a lot to prove. You got to see. Can he continue the success? Can he carry him to the playoffs? So, obviously, he still has a lot to prove. But I think in this game, if anything, proves that he can. If he's playing, especially in that fourth quarter, man, if y'all watch the game, and if you can go back and watch it, in the fourth quarter, he looked like, to me, Alabama to it. He looked like he was just out there having fun, knowing exactly what he was doing, being extremely confident in what he was doing, and celebrating with his teammates when they had a big play and all that stuff. He looked like he was just having fun, and he looked like – The Tua I remember.
0: Yeah, this game should totally give Tua the confidence in himself going forward. This game could set him up for a huge year. And for those people out there that were bashing Tua, let me tell you, he obviously has a long way to go, and he's still improving. Yeah, But I think this game shows what getting a guy, an offensive line, and some weapons, and mostly and most importantly, a head coach that believes in you an offensive mind that wants to put you in the right position to be the best version of yourself. Not a coach that is blasting you at halftime saying, we should have drafted Mac Jones, you're terrible. Well, how can a guy – most most people are not going to perform under that kind of circumstances. Yeah. But you get a guy in that with a great offensive mind, Mike McDaniels, drawing it up, giving you the confidence to just sling it. You get him Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Steven, I mean, what are they the, – you think they're the best one-two tandem – Receiver wise, through, through two weeks. I mean, yeah, the only I mean, other I can think of: Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. But dude, these two waddle too. And then you throw in Gasecki
1: at tight end, and then the running backs. The running backs are really good at receiving they can fly
0: too. too. I, listen,
1: this is they got a they, test coming up. Nobody's nobody's questioning them firing Mike Flores right now. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, There was nobody. a lot. Of, there was a lot of blowback yeah. about oh they shouldn't have fired him. He was a you know good coach. Blah blah blah. Yeah.
0: For all the people that are saying Mike McDaniels Nobody's looks question. like a little nerd or looks like a kid who doesn't know anything, hey. you can look how you want. The guy can draw it up, and he can call a game, and it's great. And let me tell you something. If we come on here next week and the Dolphins beat the Bills and the Tua has a big game, he's arrived. Absolutely, and we'll talk more later. Oh, let me let – me, but I didn't mean to cut you off. Let me go over these Man. stats for all these people that are bashing Tua. He always gets compared to Justin Herbert. That's right. I forgot. And yeah. Joe Burrow. Nobody talks about how this guy is a winner. It doesn't matter if he's throwing for five yards. Let me give you these stats. Tua has started 23 games because he was banged up his first year, still recovering from the hip injury, and then he got oh. hurt a little bit last year. He started 23 games. Tua has a winning record of 15-8. and eight. Joe Burrow, the number one pick who he gets compared to, took his team to the Super Bowl last year. He has started 26 games. He, is 12. he has 12 wins. 13 losses and one tie. Justin Herbert has started 32 games. He is 15 and 17. With
1: With a lot better roster.
0: With a lot – yeah, both of those guys had better rosters than Tua until this year. Yeah. Tua's got a really good roster. But I mean, so it just shows you. And and, and this put the right is
1: trying to be unbiased. We're not trying to be, oh, he's from Bama, so he's the greatest thing ever. Look, he's got a lot to work on. Allen. He does. He doesn't have an arm like Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't have an arm like Josh Allen. But I mean, let's be honest. Not many people do. Um, he's got so much he's got to work on. He does try to do too much sometimes. Like the th- the yeah. two interceptions. One of the interceptions, especially he threw Sunday. He was just trying to force it. He's got a long ways to go. We're not saying he's the best thing ever. We're not saying he's going to be a Hall of Famer. We're just saying stop hating on the dude. Yeah. Just chill. Let up. Let it. Let's see how he does with a coach that believes in him, that puts him in a situation to win, that puts players around him. Because I promise you, look, Tom Brady can have be great, but if he does not have people around him, look. I mean, let, look at him right now. All his receivers are hurt. Yeah. He's been trashed for two games,
0: and. And I'm not saying I, – I brought up Burrow Herbert because he gets compared to them a lot. And I'm not saying I, – I do think both of those guys are better than Tua. And yeah. I would probably take both of them over Tua. I'm just saying a lot of his circumstances – Stephen brought up Tom Brady. When Tom Brady became a f- starter his uh, second, third, and fourth year, they had a historically great defense. And then he went 10 years without winning a Super Bowl. And then you give him Rob Gronkowski, who is could be one of the greatest – Tight ends of all time. Maybe, you the, maybe the best. Wes Welker, uh, Julian Edelman, probably the best slot receivers of all time. Yeah. Randy Moss. And so, you know, supporting cast coaches do matter. But that's our rant with Tua. Hey, for not, super, super happy of the game. Very man. happy for him. Yeah. Hopefully
1: he doesn't lay an egg against the yeah. Bills. We'll talk more about that game in our NFL segment. But right now, we got to blast somebody in our new segment. Yeah, I do that? Did I do that? And last week, last week we blasted Alabama. So, it's only fair this week we blast Auburn. I put, should have put Auburn slash Brian Harsin. Man. I picked, and we'll go over our picks later, but I'll jump the gun on this game. I picked Auburn. I thought, you know, Auburn went to Penn State last year. And won a very close – or lost a very close game, one possession game. I thought Penn State coming into Auburn, you know, SEC environment, is going to be rocking, it's going to be loud. Auburn's going to be fired up. Their defense is their strength. I figured surely this game they will feed Tank Bigsby 20 to 25, maybe 30 times. That did not happen. Auburn lost – 41-12 to 12 at home against a Penn State team that I don't think is that great. I think they'll come in third, and they're behind Ohio State and Michigan. I, they might surprise me. I don't think they're very good. They absolutely blasted Auburn. They did not look good on defense. They did not look good on offense. They just they looked bad.
0: Yeah, they looked really bad. I picked Penn State. I really thought the score was going to be a lot closer than it turned out to be. Man, you know, and we said it last week in the podcast. We were concerned about Auburn's offense. And, boy, we were right to be concerned. It it looked rough. I don't know what they're doing with T.J. Finley. I'm not going to lie. You know what T.J. Finley is. He's not a very good quarterback. Brian Horsons, you got brought in because you were supposed to be a decent offensive coordinator, or decent offensive mind, and you wanted to change the culture of Auburn. Come on, dude. Seriously. Penn State comes into your house and destroys you. You have four turnovers. You got a lot of penalties. You don't know what you're doing with the quarterback situation. Listen, it's going to get worse, I think, before it gets a lot better. It's not looking good right now, Stephen.
1: Their defense is supposed to be a – their strength,
0: but and I will say this: they they are their strength. But when your offense turns the ball over four times and continues to leave you on the field, of course you are going to get tired. Of course, yeah. Penn State has got a really good running game, a they good do a running, running back, game. Yeah, single. I think his name. Let's see. What's two? I think two
1: true freshmen. Singleton, yeah, freshmen Singleton. Maybe not true freshmen, but.
0: And then you don't even give the ball to your best players, Tank Bigsby and the running back Hunter.
1: Let them run. I mean, you got a part of your job as a coach is to. Find ways to get the ball to your best player. So, what? let me ask you, and you mentioned it um, before the season started, I think maybe after the first game, that we'll see Robbie Ashford take over the starting position at some point this season. I said I wouldn't be surprised if this game is where he takes over. Do we see a new starting quarterback going forward? So, they, come, they have Missouri coming up. I think it's at home maybe. Yeah. Do we see a new starting quarterback? And if so, is it who is it?
0: Uh No, I don't think this week we do. I will say they're playing Missouri, and I think and we'll talk about this game. We should. I think it should be Robbie Ashford. I think he's going to get T.J. Finley. Look, Robbie Ashford is playing a lot of snaps, but I want when I say starting quarterback, you got to give this guy the keys you know, to your offense and let him go yeah. and don't have to let him look back over his shoulder. I think it's next week against LSU. If Auburn loses to Missouri, they might fire Harsons. They may fire Harsons. Herm Edwards, Arizona just side note, Arizona State's coach. You've heard of getting fired at the airport.
1: Yeah, I saw the this video. This dude got fired on the field. Now, did he really was that the conversation he got fired? That's on what the, the field?
0: reports are saying. The president in the A D met him as he was walking off the field and they said they fired him.
1: That might happen to lose losing that against that Missouri. That could happen happened
0: to Harsons. I listen, I just think Robbie Ashford gives them a better chance of winning games. And this is why I say that because as a quarterback, you want to do things good. T.J. Finley really does nothing good. Robbie yeah. Ashford, he cannot throw the ball, but he's he's an elite runner. He does that great. Yeah. So, center your offense around what Ashford does great instead of what T.J. Finley does everything average. He's not a good quarterback.
1: Yeah, I don't – like you, I don't know if we'll see. They should. They should switch to Ashford. Because like you said, even if both of them were the same as far as throwing the ball – Ashford gives you a lot more of an edge in the running game because uh, you have to respect him, and and again, I, you have to feed Tank through three games. Tank Bigsby is only averaging just under, I hear, under thirteen carries per game. Thirteen. That's that's what a that's what a backup running back should be getting. Thirteen carries per game is what he's averaging carries. Now, I think he's getting a few receptions, but still, he should be in the. Minimum 20 carries a game, and then however many receptions he gets. Um, but I, I'm i going to say, yeah, I'm going to say we do. I think there's a a lot of heat on Harston. Yeah, I mean, they're already – you look on Facebook and Twitter and whatever, they're already saying these are the next names of the coaches that Auburn's going to be looking at to hire yeah. next year. He's good. Um, but I think there's a lot of heat on them. I, and then – so that kind of goes into our Instagram poll. If you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram. You can see a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about. We put out a poll this morning, and it was just simply, will Brian Harsher be fired after this season? And the options, I should have had a fourth option. Does he make it to the end of the season? But it was either yes, no, or he'll be given one more year. 81% says yes. Nobody (laughs) voted no. And then 19% said he'll be given one more year. So, I think he's gone. For one, Auburn – well, he, they didn't fire him. He stepped down. It might have been one of those things they asked him to step down. Auburn's AD stepped down, who made the hire, I believe, of Harson Was it – he hadn't even been there. He wasn't even there a year, was he?
0: I don't know how long he's been there. I, I just
1: There's a lot of weird stuff going on, Auburn. The new AD stepped down, so you know the new guy coming in might want his own – want to get his own yeah. coach in there. Um, unless Harson t- miraculously turns it around and they look, they look way better than they have, he's gone. Because, I mean – they should beat Missouri. Nobody's going to be surprised. Nobody's going to – even if they absolutely obliterate Missouri, nobody's going to say, oh, yeah, they're headed in the right direction. Missouri's a horrible team. Um,
0: they're atrocious.
1: But then you got, you know, you're going to have Arkansas. You're going to have Georgia. You're going to have LSU, who I think is better than you. Um, so, they, they've they got a long way to go. Um, do you think he's gone after this season? Do you think he makes yeah, it no. to the end of the season? I don't
0: think he makes it to the end of the season. That's a bull. I I say that and he shouldn't make it to the end of the season. I, they may let him make it to the, end of the season. I don't know. Like as far as the buyout, like when it happens and stuff. So I don't know. But yeah, he's not making it. They wanted to fire him last year. They gave him another year, and he's he's got it. Auburn has an extremely tough schedule. They got to play Georgia. Yeah. They still got to play Bama, Arkansas, A and M, Ole Miss. And Missouri, if he gets beat by Missouri, this is the game that he has to win. Mm-hmm. If he don't win this game, I mean they're looking at three three wins on the year, three four wins. So hopefully they can win this game, and I I have them pick to win the game. And you got them, beat yeah. Missouri. I'll have them
1: beat Missouri. I think it's gonna be close. I think it'd be be yeah. close. I mean, I don't know if anything would surprise me. If I guess the only outcome that would surprise me is if Missouri blows out Auburn, but I'm not gonna be surprised. Missouri winning close, or at Auburn winning close, if, or at Auburn blowing them out.
0: If you're an Auburn fan and you're listening to this, uh, let us know. Give us some feedback on this. Yeah, uh, are we you, hear a lot from Alabama fans, but we also want to hear from Auburn fans and any other team. If we talk about your team, give us feedback of what you know about this situation yeah. or what you want. Do you, I can't. Happen.
1: I want to. Surely you agree with me. They need to give Tank Bixby the ball more, <laughs> or do you disagree with me and say Nah, give it to Joe Schmo off the bench? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But um, yeah, let us know your feedback. We'll include it on the show. So we're gonna move on. Not gonna spend a lot of time on this. It was a blowout. Alabama whooped ULM sixty three to seven. I still have concerns after there were still receivers not getting open. Bryce had all day to throw on some and he's just sitting there hopping around, you know, making him a sandwich. Couldn't find anybody and eventually dumped it down several times. Um kind of like Bigsby, I think tank or excuse me, Gibbs needs more touches. Um He should be getting, between receptions and carries, 20 to 25 a game. Easy, I think. That's not all carries. That's whether it's a reception touches, or whatever. Yeah. Just touches, 20 to 25 easy. Now, obviously, you got to get McClellan involved because he's he's good, not as good as Gibbs, but he's no slouch either. Yeah. Um, so, uh, receivers still got to step up. Got Something's got to happen. When Gibbs is your leading receiver, something's got to be done.
0: I agree. Listen, they beat ULM, Louisiana Monroe, sixty-three to seven. So I know me and Steven, we we say it wasn't impressive, but just that's just because it wasn't impressive. Listen, they scored yeah. thirty five points in the first half. Fourteen of those points was a pick six by Will Anderson. And then they blocked a punt. Right. And every time they punted the ball, we were getting incredible we were, punt returns. We're getting the ball like midfield.
1: Yeah. That's why I I was like, man, I, I texted y'all, I was like, man, I really wanted to see the offense because, I mean. Our we not
0: only scored 42 points. We got a punt return, block punt, and pick six.
1: Yeah, because, and again, they only had to drive half the field pretty much the whole entire game because of punt. I mean, now, we're nitpicking because obviously punt returns are part of the game, and yeah, that's great to see, but, you know, I would love to see our offense make long drives, hit some deep passes. Now, he did miss Burton on one post route that he was he was open i think they're still not on the same page but let me ask you this and we were talking about so we followed a bunch of bama stuff on um, uh, instagram and just social media and stuff and they were talking about bill o'brien's scheme is not good and bill o'brien brian's scheme is not beneficial to our players and specifically our receivers is it a Bill O'Brien problem, and you have some stuff you're going to read off, too. Yeah. Is it a Bill O'Brien problem, or is it a receiver problem, or is it both? It's
0: for sure both. I texted uh, some people last night, and I said, I think we combined our worst OC in years combined with our worst receiving core in years. It's just a bad combination. And, yeah. I got and that's
1: s- not to say that our receivers are bad, just worse than what it's been. Right? Yeah. Is what you're
0: saying? Uh, absolutely. I, I saw – Jordan, Jordan Rogers, and some other SEC analysts—they were saying Alabama's receiving core is probably at the bottom of the SEC. Yeah, I mean, think about it. LSU has a really good one. A and M has a really good one. Georgia—I mean, their tight ends are basically receivers. Yeah, they're legit. And so when you look at—I got some stats pulled up here. Alabama, of course, Stephen said the running backs leading leading them in receiving yards and everything. That's Gibbs. Alabama has attempted seven passes, have gone 20 yards in the air. That's just attempted. That is not completed. That's just attempted. And this is the crazy one we talked about the other day. Alabama has only had 19 plays where they snapped the ball with six seconds or more on the play clock. That is atrocious. And I don't know what they're going to do. Alabama's play calling does not fit the player's strength. I do think, you know – Harrell's coming back. J.J. Earl's coming back. Guys are struggling to separate. If you can't throw a party on ULM, they besides the team we play, I think it's Stephen F. Austin. They're the worst team we're going to play coming down the stretch. Yeah. And our offense doesn't look good. Our offensive line, we can't. We still can't run the ball. Bryce is just dinking and dunking. I'm I'm severely concerned. I thought our offense would look better. Yeah, it didn't. Vandy. They, uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and we're not saying Alabama's going to lose to Vandy. Absolutely not. We're just saying after Vandy, they have Arkansas at Arkansas. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know. I, Let's I, talk I, about Vandy. To me, I lean more toward that it is Bill O'Brien's scheme. Because yeah. I think – I don't think we have so – See, you look at last year, Bill O'Brien's first year as coordinator. Jamerson Williams, John Mechie. Slade Bolden, I guess, were the top three yeah, receivers. Yeah, yeah. We'll say Slade Bolden definitely not a burner. Uh, Mechie, definitely He's not a he not slow, but he's not a burner. Jameson Williams was a burner. I think I think Williams and Bryce Young being great open made Bill O'Brien look good a lot of the times.
0: Let me say one thing I have noticed and I've seen uh, on different sites about, and some people. Don't like to criticize the players and they always Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien. I think Bryce Young is struggling with something Jalen Hurts struggled with, and a lot of our quarterbacks have struggled with in the past, Alabama specifically. They won't throw the ball to a guy unless he is wide butt open. Yeah. Sometimes you got to throw the ball in very tight coverages. Yeah. I think and
1: I think a lot of that might have to do with does he trust his receivers to make the play for abso- him
0: Absolutely. Last year Mechie, you know, J-Mo, they were always open, right? So and that goes back to the receivers being able to separate. And I don't know Burton, let me tell you, Burton I know I'm really disappointed in Burton. Yeah. I think Georgia fleeced us. I'm just being honest. Like, you know, we got him and we were all everybody Alabama fans were excited. Yes, we got Burton. He he he's not the answer. He hasn't
1: been good so yeah. far, and I think again, he's not a. But he's a, he's a four four yeah, speed sure. guy. That's not slow. That's just not Jamison Williams well, four four two.
0: And that's another thing I saw, where Saban even said it about we have fast guys. And me and not saying they're not fast. They don't. They're not playing fast right now on the field. They're, they're thinking th- too. They're much. thinking too much and looking forward to Van. Looking ahead to Vandy. Let's talk about that game. That's a 40-point spread. I got the under. I don't think we're going to beat Vandy by 40. Vandy has improved offen- not defensively. Atrocious. Offensively, yeah. Vandy's improved a lot. They played Wake Forest, who is a top 25 team. And I want to say it was like 45 to 28. They put up a lot of points against yeah. Wake Forest. Yeah. And, they're listen, they were projected two wins. They've already got three. They were projected to lose last week. They beat the team 38 20. They were projected to win, weren't they? Yeah, so <laughs> I could see something like a, you know, us beating them 48 14, something like that. Yeah. But
1: hopefully we look yeah, at I mean, I, uh, they've, again, they've got a lot of work to do. Hopefully this game, and again, you'll take what you, you can get, but I would love to not get the ball at midfield every single possession. Let's start at the 20, let's start at the 25. Let them pin us at the five-yard line. So, I want to see a drive, or I'll even take just a one-play deep shot to get some confidence in these receivers. Oh, look, we can hit big plays down the field um, instead of, you know, dumping it to Gibbs and he, him running for 20 or 30 yards. And, again, that's part of football. If that's what the defense gives you, you take it. But I have a hard time believing that every the past three games – the defense is just playing prevent and keeping no, everybody not. in front of you. And How are they playing prevent? You know, and we can't run the ball. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it makes no sense. So, you got to come up with some stuff, bro O'Brien. So, you got to be creative, absolutely.
0: Buddy. And this is a tune-up game because let me tell you, next week we got Arkansas, and if Arkansas beats A and M this week, that's going to be a top ten matchup. At Arkansas, we score. I saw. I think we score like 15 points less on the road. Our offense is not as good on the road. And, I mean, we got to figure some stuff out.
1: K.J. Jefferson.
0: K.J. Jefferson. You know, they they got a running back. I think his name's Rocket Anderson or something. something.
1: Like they got a couple really yeah. good ones, but really one number five, I think. He's but I really at,
0: good. What's the score for Vandy? What you got? I got 48-14. I'll
1: go 42. I think 21. I think maybe they score 14 on the starters and a late one.
0: Defense looked really, yeah. really good against ULM. Our punt return, man, Kool-Aid looked phenomenal. It's funny, yeah. Kool-Aid, he was so he almost, close to breaking yeah. so many. And then Brian Branch, he got the punt return. To
1: Kool-Aid looked mad. Yeah, yeah. I'd have been mad too. But we're going to take a quick break real fast and come back to our number one segment, our, 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 excuse me, our second segment, our main topic. Y'all's favorite topic. I'm sure college football were definitely our favorite topic. But y'all stick around and uh we'll get you on the other side of the break.
0: Steven, we're back. Let's let's look at our picks from last week. Let's just go right into it. BYU versus Oregon. I had BYU beating Oregon twenty seven to twenty one.
1: Bo- I had Oregon winning thirty to twenty seven. Obviously, they won way more than that. Forty one yeah. to twenty.
0: Yeah, Oregon blasted. Boat it was a good boat next day. Oregon looked really good. Let's go to Miami at Texas A&M.
1: I had Miami winning thirty-four to
0: twenty-three. Your lock of the week, and I also had it Miami winning twenty-seven to seventeen. Texas A&M end up winning. You got? I'll put this was, wrong. Yeah, oh, seventeen, 17 to, nine. to nine. Yeah, seventeen yeah. to nine. In our defense, we didn't know Max Johnson was going to be the starting quarterback. Texas A&M benched. Haynes King, and they made yeah. Max Johnson their starting quarterback.
1: But, now, I will say that still didn't matter that much, I don't think. No, they both scored the 17 points. Did not look good.
0: They neither of them looked good. They only scored 17 um, points. And one of them came off a muff punt, and they got the ball at, like, the 10-yard line and scored.
1: Yeah, so I still there's still so many questions about A&M. Obviously, they get a win. Miami was a really highly ranked team. But it, both, both teams, and I think Miami was without some receivers. Um and it was defense is really good. Yeah, they are um but offense still leaves a lot to be desired. Like you said, they had a muff punt that they got down there pretty much within the ten yard uh inside the ten yard line yep. that they were able to punch it in and score. So still have a lot of questions. The last one we uh picked was Mississippi State at LSU. I thought Mississippi State would go in there and win thirty eight to thirty one.
0: I had LSU winning 31-23. to LSU ended up winning 31-16, to so I was went too far off. Yeah, I went too far off. I had State scoring another touchdown. State looked like the better team to start the game. They kind of fell apart at the end. The fighting uh, Brian Kelly's LSU, <laughs> they pulled yeah. it out. And Jaden Daniels, man, LSU, I, I don't like him. I still have a lot of
1: – again, yeah. but because if you watch the game, I mean, Mike Leach has always been the – he's just going to do whatever, whatever, you know, whatever when you're going for it on fourth down from your own 22-yard line, bonehead. Now, he got that one that he went for on his own 22-yard line, but still, he went for it multiple times and gave LSU the ball at the 40-yard line, the 50-yard line, so they didn't have to drive very far. Um, And Mississippi State, like Miami, also muffed a punt, and LSU got it inside the 10-yard line, 15-yard line, so they didn't have to drive. Still a lot of questions about – LSU's offense, their schedule coming up is about to get a little tougher. Um, still a whole lot of questions. So, I'm still not convinced their offense is, you know, great and that they'll be a top team. I don't think Mississippi State is that good. Um, I was surprised to see them run the ball as much as they did, honestly.
0: Yeah, no, they they actually did run the ball a lot. But LSU pulled that one out. They so, did. let's go look let's pick the games for this week. Let's start off with Wisconsin at Ohio State, that's a seventeen and a half point spread for Ohio State. Who you got?
1: Uh, I mean, I'll go Ohio State. I don't. I know they struggled against Notre Dame the first first week, but uh, I don't see a struggle here. I see go forty two. Their defense has been really good. I'll go 42-21. So just a hair over the spread.
0: Head over head over the spread. I got Ohio State winning this game. I actually think it'll be kind of a closer game. I think, excuse me. I think Wisconsin has a better chance of doing what Notre Dame did, as far as cause Notre Dame's not a very good football team. As far as keeping it close, because I think they're very physical. I think they're going to try to run the ball right at Ohio State. I got Ohio State thirty eight twenty four. I think they pull away a little bit in the end, but I got the under for that game. Oh, Wisconsin has a very very good running back. Yeah. Very good run. Their quarterback, Mertz, he's not very good. But yeah. the running back's really good. I think they can keep it close. The next game, Clemson at Wake Forest. It's only a seven-point spread. Yeah, Clemson's, Clemson's favored only favored by seven.
1: Clemson Clemson's only favored by seven at Wake Forest. Um, Wake Forest quarterback is back. It, yeah, because he came back versus Vandy. That's the only reason I picked Vandy to beat Wake Forest. Yeah. Uh, Sam Hartman, I think. Uh I don't think it's going to matter. I'm going to say it's going to be like 17-27. Um maybe 31. I I'll stick with 17 to 27-17. 27-17. Clemson.
0: Clemson. I got Clemson 34 to 24. I'm still not sold on Clemson's quarterback, DJ Wualongala. Wuah, uh, goulash. Yeah, Wualongala. Uolunga. <laughs> Wualongala. Still not sold on him, but Sam Hardman's a really good quarterback. Clemson has a very good defense. I got Clemson 34-24. And then the game on CBS, Florida at number 11, Tennessee. Tennessee's a 10.5-point favorite, Steven.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, Florida obviously started the year off hot, beating Utah. Um, Anthony Richardson looks very good. In the past two games, man, they just they have not – specifically him – have, has not looked he's looked bad. He looked very they they had a close game versus South Florida who they were expected to just dominate. Um I think Tennessee pulls this one out at home. I'm gonna go let me see. Tennessee surprisingly hadn't been putting up as many points as I thought they would be. Um but I'm still gonna go I think they go thirty eight. I'm going 38-24. I think Tennessee beat them by two touchdowns.
0: Two touchdowns. I'm very high on Tennessee. I looked at Tennessee's schedule, and, man, it's setting up Alabama, Tennessee, both undefeated. That could be a – Is that Alabama? It's at Tennessee. Is it? Yes, I believe so. We'll have to look. I think it's at Tennessee, yeah, because we go at Arkansas, home versus A&M at Tennessee. So, that's looking like a – top 10 matchup right there. And I'm high on Tennessee. I love their offense. I think their defense has improved. I like Josh Heupel, their head coach. I think Anthony Richardson has really struggled, man. They've just really struggled. Yeah. I got Tennessee 38-17. I got them beating them by 21. 21.
1: So, last game, number 10, Arkansas. At number 23, Texas A&M. Texas A&M actually is favored by two points in this game. As of today, Tuesday. <laughs> but it could change by then. But they're favored by two points. Who do, you have in, uh, who do you have in that one?
0: Man, this game, this to me is actually the hardest game to pick. Arkansas almost got beat last week by like Central Missouri or something weird like
1: that. Missouri State or Central Missouri. Missouri yeah, Missouri State. I, mean, the, I think you're right. Missouri the quarterback State threw for like I think that. 300-something yards.
0: Yeah. I think. And uh, I'll let you tell us that about Arkansas's passing – off defense. Tell us,
1: yeah, awesome. I was just uh, um reading. It was talking about Arkansas's pass defense this this year, and especially after the last game, the quarterback little much. I think it was either like they the worst, one of the worst. I think it was actually the the worst in the nation yeah. at pass defense. Which again, not that A and M's pass defense has been lighting it up, yep. but when you're the worst and you're going on the road,
0: actually, it's not on the road. It's at uh, is it at Arkansas. It's in Dallas. Oh, World, okay. Because I know last week we said that. They're playing at Jerry World. Yeah.
1: That's right. I forgot they did the uh, neutral site. So, not on the road, still in Texas. So, I'm sure there'll be more Texas A&M fans. But, um, I don't know. I mean, Arkansas' offense is really good as far as, like, running the ball. Texas A&M's defense has been really good. Ah, man, this is a hard one. I've been really high on Arkansas. I'm going to stick with them. I'm going to stick with Arkansas, but I think in a very, 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 very close game, and I think maybe a low-scoring game, I'm going to go I'm gonna go 21-17 Arkansas.
0: Dude, I'm right there with you. I'm very close to that. Steven has been high on Arkansas since before the season started. Yeah, I'll stick with him. And I really do think last week they were looking ahead to Texas A&M. I like K.J. Jefferson. He struggles to throw the ball against these very good teams, but he can run. AM's offense still continues to struggle. They have two incredible playmakers. They're running back. I think his name's Acheon or something like that. He he can absolutely fly. I think he's one of the fastest players in the country. Yeah, I think mean, he's like a track star or yeah, something. track star. And then Anaya Smith, who they did what you want Bam to do with Gibbs. He was a running back. They got him a receiver now, and he can do everything. He's very explosive. But – I don't think AM has enough offense. I got Arkansas 23-17. to I think it's going to be a close game. Could be a turnover. You know, makes a difference. But when we come back, we're we'll going to take a quick break. We're going to do the NFL, go over every NFL game, and give our thoughts on some of the matchups last week that we picked. So, make sure to tune back in. Welcome back, Stephen. Let's talk some NFL, man. What has been any? Is there been any surprises for you as far as teams,
1: players, or anything? Oh yeah, uh, I got a lot. I mean, how bad Tom Brady's looked, how bad Joe Burrow's looked, how um, how bad the Colts have looked. That was a team coming into this year. You know they they looked they were really good last year. They got rid of Carson Wentz, brought in Matt Ryan who we both thought – I think we both thought was an upgrade. Um, have Jonathan Taylor at running back. They've lost – I think they actually tied – did they tie the first game? Yep. So they tied the first game to the Texans. Yeah. And then got blasted by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, They have not looked good at all. How bad the Broncos' offense has looked and Russell Wilson. You know, that was a team that we both said – they have the pieces. They have the skill players. They have the running backs. They have the offensive line. They have the defense. They just need a quarterback. Now, we're only two games in, and I know it's a new coach, new quarterback, all that stuff, but it, they, they don't they they don't look good at all.
0: Yeah, I got four teams wrote right down here, and you pretty much just hit every one of them. Let's start with the Bengals. The Super Bowl hangover is for real. Dude, yeah, they they. They replaced four guys on their offensive line from last year. That was horrible,
1: and I think they look worse. Yeah, there was was a four free agents they brought in. Yeah, or at least three free yeah. agents. Maybe They've,
0: the heat, Joe Burrow's on pace to get sacked over a hundred times. A hundred times, Steve. That'd be the most in NFL history. They got him killed like sixty times last year, and he's getting. I think he's been sacked thirteen times through two games, which is yeah, that's he terrible.
1: Has, he threw four picks the very first game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Bengals, I think you had him winning that division. I had the Ravens. I can't remember.
1: I think I think I had the Ravens and then the Bengals. Okay, second.
0: but the Bengals, I think we can both say. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs.
1: No, I mean, I know it's only two, but I don't think any team that's ever started 0-2 has made the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. But you could be right. And then the Colts, we were both kind of high on them. Dude, they look atrocious. They're not 0-2. They're 0-1-1. Mm-hmm. Might so as well be 0-2. They look back, and then the Titans look atrocious. I'm going to go out on a wild limb and say Derrick Henry gets traded by the trade deadline. I mean, what's the point of keeping Derrick Henry? You could probably get a first-round pick for him. Yeah. Trade him. I mean, because Ryan Tannehill, he's terrible. Trade A.J. Brown just killed that team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, hey. a, he's a top ten. Well, i I'll go to Malik them. Willis. That's right. And then the, he looked bad last night. <laughs> and then the Broncos, you said, man, their offense, they look bad. Russell, their head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, looks like he has no clue what is going on. I mean, he's just making – he can't – it was so bad, and I think Alabama fans may need to start doing this to Bill O'Brien. It was so bad. You know in the NBA or college they start chanting when the uh, shot clock's running down, five, four, three. They were doing that to Russell Wilson and the Broncos so they would snap the ball so they stopped getting the delayed games. Oh, man. That's embarrassing. So that's the bad. The good teams, the Dolphins, very impressed. Dolphins the Bills, good. and then, man, the Eagles. Jalen Hurts. Is on a new level. He's, he's
1: made a lot of progress in the offseason. Like you said, I think we both had the Bills winning the Super Bowl. They look I mean, unbelievable. They, they killed the uh, uh, Rams. Rams annihilated the Titans. the Titans. They look only two weeks, but still, they look very, very, very good. I could see Josh Allen winning the MVP and them winning the Super Bowl. But – Still a long season to go, so we're gonna let's run through all the games he's like we've been doing, and then we'll highlight just a uh, a few games. Let's
0: run through them. Thursday night, Amazon Prime Steelers versus the Browns. Amazon Prime. Uh, I'll, I'll go Browns on that. Yeah, I'll go Browns. Too. Man, Browns.
1: They were winning by two t- by thirteen yeah. points. Yeah, and that's a, with know, a minute twenty. I know a lot of people were lost. giving Nick Chubb flack about, oh, you should have just slid. Y'all ran out the clock. like, you're winning by fourteen points with under two minutes. There's still no reason that the other team should come back. Yeah, your defense is terrible. I had them in fantasy.
0: They're bad. Next, we got the Bills two and against the Dolphins two and O.
1: Would love to see it, but I, I got. I just think I think the Bills are on another level than maybe anybody in the league, but especially in their division. Um, I don't. I think the Dolphins might can get there, but right now. Third game of the season, I, I'm going Bills. Yeah, I'm with you. Love
0: to see it, but I got the Bills. Ravens versus the Patriots. Ravens. Ravens, big. Texans versus the Bears. The
1: Bears. No, I'll go. Uh,
0: I'll go Texans. I'll go Texans as well. Raiders versus Titans. Two, both zero to two. two.
1: Raiders gave up a big twenty point lead yeah. also to the Cardinals. Uh, I'll go. I'll go Raiders. I don't. I don't think Titans look looking good at all.
0: Yeah, I'll go Raiders as well. Chiefs versus the Colts. Chiefs. Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, big Chiefs. So, man, the Colts listen, the Colts could go 0-2 and 1, fall to 0-2 and 1, and the Titans could go to 0-3. The Jaguars may win that division. Yeah. Anyways, Lions
1: versus the Vikings. Lions have been good. Um, Vikings just got beat up. I'll go, I'll go Vikings. I think about
0: they bounce back. Yeah, I got Vikings bouncing back. The zero and two Bengals versus
1: the Jets. <laughs> I'm gonna go Jets on this one. Upset. I'm gonna go. I don't know if it's that much of an upset though. I think the, the Jets have a decent defense. Their offense has been kind of, but I mean, I think I think the Browns are way better than the Bengals, and they came back from a deficit and beat them.
0: Yeah, I just think the Bengals are going to win this. I, they're just too talented with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. I think, to lose to the Jets. Eagles, who looked phenomenal last night it versus did. the Vikings. So, Eagles versus the Commanders. Eagles. Eagles all the way. Jalen Hurts looking like a strong consideration for MVP. Saints versus the Panthers.
1: Ugly loss to the Bucks, No offense whatsoever, but I'll go Saints.
0: I'll go Saints. Baker Mayfield falls to 0-3. Jaguars versus
1: the Chargers.
0: Joe Burrow – not Joe Burrow. Justin Herbert could maybe not play because he's got the broken ribs.
1: Right. I still think um, Chargers are better. Who Who's the backup for the
0: – Chase Daniels.
1: <laughs> Career backup. Hey, he's made millions of dollars right. being holding a clipboard, but – um, I'll go, go Chargers on that.
0: Yeah, I, I got Chargers as well. Rams versus Cardinals. Rams. Yeah, Rams. Man, they didn't look good last week either. No. Falcons versus the
1: Seahawks. The Seahawks win the second game. I know they look good no, versus no, – the Rams beat them. Okay. No. Um.
0: Yeah, no, the Rams didn't play. Anyway, I, I pick oh, – The I, 49ers beat the Seahawks. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'll pick Seahawks on this. Oh,
0: yeah, it's at home. i go Seahawks. Packers versus the – Bucks. No, Mike Evans got suspended. For no, game. Mike
1: Evans, or Chris Godwin, or Chris Godwin. Julio didn't play last game either. He was could be no Julio, yeah. so it could be out. Top three. Yep. Yeah. I'll go. Uh, yeah, I'll go Packers.
0: Yeah, I'll go Packers too. They looked a lot better. I think they're going to run that two running back system.
1: Yeah, DJ Dylan, and I think having Cardinals. Lazard back. Yeah, um, not that he's a superstar, but just having a veteran guy that's not going to drop touchdowns, I'm going to know what he's doing, run the sure. right route, I think is a big plus.
0: Yeah, so 49ers versus the struggling Broncos. Trey Lance, 49ers quarterback, broke his angle after the year, but they got old Jimmy G. That Jimmy G. Um, yeah. This game's prime time.
1: I'm going to go 49 like. I think I think Jimmy G's better quarterback. Right now, than Trey Lance. Not that he's a better athlete or thrower. Sure, yeah. But he's a better quarterback, so I think he puts them in a better place to win.
0: Yeah, if George Kittle plays for sure, I got the 49ers. Uh, Like you said, I think people give Jimmy G a lot of flack, like they do too. Uh, Jimmy G led the 49ers to the Super Bowl into the NFC Championship last year. He's a good quarterback. I got him. And then closing out Monday Night Football, the New York Giants versus the Dallas Cowboys. Giants won the first
1: game versus the Titans. Did they win the second?
0: Beat the Panthers. They're a uh, Dak Prescott's not playing. That's uh, right. Cooper Rush,
1: it's quarterback. they look the pretty Cowboys. good versus. I mean the yeah. Bengals. Yeah. Um,
0: Michael Parsons is filthy.
1: Yeah. I think they keep it going. I want to go Giants.
0: Two and a half point spread. I as well. I'm going to go Giants. I like Brian Dayball. I like what he's doing. Steven, do you want to
1: talk about any of these matchups? Yeah, I want to highlight. Let's, let's look at the Bills and Dolphins real quick. Yes. Obviously, huge matchup at the Dolphins. That I think they could be an advantage, obviously, anytime you're at home. Um, I just don't know if coming off this big comeback win, is there a letdown or do they ride that momentum and help them into this game? But I don't even know if it matters, even if they do ride that momentum. I don't know. If, yeah. I think Josh Allen is just so good. Uh, and I mean how do you see the game going
0: to me I think if the Dolphins can keep it close the Bills have destroyed pretty much everybody they've played so I think if the Dolphins can keep it close it'll be a huge confidence boost if they can win this game that is big time I, I'm curious to see how Tua looks against a very good defense I think they have Cause as of right
1: now the number one ranked defense in the yeah NFL. they
0: do you're right the Ravens have had apparently the worst pass defense the last you know, year and then this year. so uh, And that could be because Tua just threw 467 yards on them. But uh, I like to see how they get Tyreek Hill and Waddle involved. Hopefully they give them the ball quick and let them run and don't get too, uh, hurt too much because the Bills got Von Miller. But you said it, Josh Allen, he's a freak man. Him and Stephon Diggs, their connection is unreal. Yeah. I got the bills. Hopefully, it's close. I'm thinking, maybe yeah. Hopefully, it's a good 28, game. 28,
1: 24. If the Dolphins got to get their running game going. They haven't had a, they haven't went over 100 yards rushing in the first two games, and that's what Mike McDaniel was supposed to be. Not saying that they won't get there. He kind of coordinated the 49ers' run game and came up with all that stuff and was creative doing that. Um, they got to get that going to help, obviously, because if you know the play action works best if you're a threat to run the ball and, and hurt the defense in a run. And that's what Mike McDaniels likes to do. Is a lot of his a lot of his passes are off of play action. Um but yeah, hopefully they can they can keep it close. You know, I still think the Bills are gonna win. I for sure I think they're gonna win that division. Uh so what about the Saints and Cardinals? The Saints Saints are off- offense is not looking good. Uh, not not Saints and Cardinals. Why did I put that? Saints and I think I was thinking Carolina. Yeah, yeah, so I put yeah. Cardinals. Saints and uh, Panthers. Panthers. The Carolina Panthers. Um, Saints offense has not looked very good. Um, Dude, Jameis Winston has four cracked bones in his back. Did you see that? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw he's dealing with like four or five injuries. Um, I mean they still have looked bad, but that probably <laughs> yeah. is one of the reasons. And um, Alvin Kamara didn't play last week. Yeah. Um, I had him in fantasy, too. But, yeah, I mean, is Taysom Hill that bad, that quarterback, that you got a quarterback with, with four or five broken ribs? Yeah, he's terrible. Cracked ribs. A, he's a tight end now. And uh-huh. let me just
0: let me just go on a little rant here about Taysom Hill. Chase, <laughs> if you're listening, it's ridiculous that they let a backup quarterback play as a tight end in fantasy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So he can throw the ball, run the ball, and catch it and get you all those points. That's a side note. <laughs>
1: Um, I think the Saints, if, if Kamara's back, you got to find ways to give them the ball. I mean, their defenses their look defense good. Their defense is phenomenal. Um, I don't see the Panthers. Baker Mayfield sucks or has sucked. Yeah, he's trash. Um,
0: He's like 30th in passing yards. So, thing.
1: hopefully the the Saints can pull it out. Last game, Ravens
0: at Patriots. I think the Ravens just absolutely demolished the Patriots. I think they're mad yeah, about I think last week. Yeah, they're very week. mad. And I think that Lamar Jackson's going to take it out on them. the Patriots. They barely beat a bad Pittsburgh team 17, 17 to 14. 14. Mac Jones looked better. I still just I just don't know, man. Hopefully they can get better on offense.
1: Yeah, they've got a long ways to go. You know they they signed DeVonte Parker away from the Dolphins. That's
0: how you know somebody's not good is when they let you go to your own division. They actually traded him.
1: Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. They traded him. I think he has two catches and yeah, he's not good. Two games. Right. Um they just don't I don't know. Apparently Bill Belichick knows what he's doing. So we'll see, dude. I I would not be surprised that we get to the end of the season and it's the the Bills, Dolphins, Jets, and then the Patriots.
0: I think you're right. The Jets, they have improved Garrett Wilson. Elijah Moore, receiver, Brees Hall, Michael Carter. And this is with Joe Flacco being the quarterback. They don't even have Zach Wilson being the quarterback.
1: Yeah. When is he coming back? I think uh, after week four, maybe. He's on the hour, I think. Is he? So
0: that means you're out four. four Yeah.
1: Um, So that kind of wraps it up for us this week. Um, Hope you all enjoyed that. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Tomins Corner Sports Talk. Follow us on Twitter. Um, Subscribe to our channel. That way we know when a new episode gets released we've got more football some good football coming up whoop uh best time of the year it's like christmas to us but y'all check us out dm us messages follow us on instagram again so you can know what's going on so you can be involved in the polls email us (laughs) email us (laughs) to Corner sports talk at gmail.com nobody ever emails us never nobody emails nowadays we get messages but nobody emails us but it's lonely we might just delete that thing (laughs) anyway hey y'all check us out next week we love y'all thank y'all y'all stay safe out there and have a good week see See ya. ya